Hello everyone, welcome to the first episode of Focused Alpha. What we're gonna try to do here is discuss all things happening in the Solana NFT ecosystem. Sometimes we'll go out into other chains like Ethereum and Nier if there's something interesting, but primarily we're gonna stick focused to the Solana ecosystem because that's honestly where we spend most of our time. Each week we'll cover the mints on our radar as well as updates or changes to projects that we've been watching or we're a part of. Just a disclaimer, this content is for entertainment and informational purposes only. Nothing said here should be taken as financial advice. All right, let's get right into the show. All right, I'm here with Dev Pocky here for our first episode. We're just gonna be breaking down some of the upcoming mints and some thoughts on that we have on the Solana NFT ecosystem here. So we each got a list of some things that we're gonna be trying to mint for the next week starting, or the next seven days. This is recording this on January 12th, 2022. For the next seven days, these are the projects that we're kind of looking at to try to get into. So DevPaki, why don't you get us started? Uh, yeah, so um, I don't know. What do we want to talk about? Let's see, we got our list for the week. Um, obviously, this morning it started with Bull Empire, but unfortunately I was not quite listed on that one. I thought I was, but I wasn't. But um, that's doing well. Um, what was the mint and what is it at now as we're as we're recording this let's see the mint i believe was like 0.59 so it was definitely a good price to get in and the last i checked i think it was probably a 15 floor 15 floor for a 0.59 mint jeez 15 floor yeah so was the supply super low or something i think it was only like about 2000 something so yeah, if I'm looking at it right now, oh, it's just, it's it's dropped a little bit to twelve. <laughs> Still a pretty but, good um, return. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, so it's about twelve. But I mean, you're talking like almost a little under, a little over half a soul, and that's how many X already? About over twenty some X. What was the reason that people wanted to get into that one? Well. If anyone's following Solana NFTs, they've probably heard about Monkey Kingdom. And uh, we all know how well that one went. That one went all the way up to almost 100, I think. Um, But uh, yeah, that was driven a lot by the Hong Kong Asia Mm kind of flow of money. You know, the whole idea that Asia has a lot of money nowadays and they're looking for some place to to spend that money. And they're seeing NFTs as, you know, that status symbol, especially following um, Board Apes Yacht Club and stuff. And so this Monkey Kingdom became, or wanted to become that, uh, that new status symbol. And um, basically Bull Empire is kind of doing the same thing. Targeting um, Asia. Yeah, targeting Asia. They got, um, I guess a relatively popular girl. What was her name? Momo something. I don't know. I, I wasn't even following this project. I, it wasn't even on my radar. Yeah. They had a pretty... Um, I, they're obviously hitting towards the younger Asia crowd, like a younger Asian crowd. They're in Hong Kong, based mm-hmm. from my understanding. But um, yeah, they got some celebrities going on on it. And um, even like Monkey Kingdom, they got that pretty top... Asia singer JJ Lin, he had he had bought some, and so after that they just went fire. But anyways, basically Bull Empire is trying to catch that same kind of ride, and so far it seems to be working decently well. <laughs> you think it's worth it to try to snipe and get in, or it's pretty high already? It, it, the higher it gets for me, like the more I'm like, uh, it has 
just for me personally, like it has more room to fall if it's coming for at sure. 12, but then also has more room to run if it if it's a project with like a lot of potential. Like I was watching Monkey Kingdom when it was around this price. I was like, man, that's way too high rating. And then I just kept running. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's certain projects where like if it hits I mean like Monkey Kingdom or even this one for that matter, like 12 floor for me right now, it's just too high, especially mm-hmm. because it's there's already been monkey kingdom and this is kind of like a semi-derivative of right. that. Um, in general, I've kind of changed my, my uh, philosophy in terms of secondary is of almost 80 to 90%. Just don't do it. Right. <laughs> it's just not worth it. Usually, unless it's like no more than like uh, two to five X from mint. I'm not, I'm most likely not going right. to do secondary for that. I'm just going to sit on the sideline and cry. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I'm kind of doing too. Cause I've been getting stuck in a lot of projects that just dump in rug right away when I, right after I buy it on secondary. So I kind of want to get out of that habit. So. Right. Very cool. I do. I do still find that some of these projects that have that major hype, such as bull empire, um, that it's worth it to try to get that whitelist as much as possible. Right. Um, Isn't it? I think, it seems like that whitelisting thing is kind of becoming the norm for Solana NFTs more. I mean, it's a thing on Ethereum NFTs too. Like that's kind of what people do as well. But it seems like without the whitelist these days, you can't even get into some of these projects anymore. Right. Any of the hype ones, for sure. Like I feel like if you're not on that whitelist, it's almost not worth minting. Like this Bull Empire one, I didn't, I did, I didn't even bother waking up for it. It was. <laughs> To be fair, it's at 3 a.m. So, I mean, yeah, it would have to be really worth it for me to wake up. Like, I'd have to be sure that I'm going to get one. But, um, yeah, I didn't bother. Yeah. Very cool. So, well, that one's done. But, we can't really offer anything. But that's an interesting one. I didn't even, I, I, I saw it some, there wasn't really a lot of people in Monkey Dow talking about it. But I did see it a little bit on Twitter. Mm. Uh, I mean, I kind of, I was kind of following that whole hype of that monkey kingdom stuff so like even before bull empire there was um before bull empire there was the the lion cats and then there were baby bulls um i got into lion cats um i don't even remember how but i got on the whitelist on that one so i minted one um or two anyways um and then baby bull a did i get one yeah baby bull i got two but anyways um since, since Lion Cats was the first one, they, they shot up too, you know, they went all the way up, I think, to 20. Um, and then Baby Bulls also, I think, went up to maybe about 10 to 15. But I mean, as you can, I mean, you can kind of see how things kind of just gradually go down in terms of um, their potential. Right. That's just kind of like the cycles, right? The normal, like in Ethereum, yeah. like I haven't done Ethereum entities in a long time, but we see the same thing in Ethereum, like when Board Ape Yacht Club popped, popped, you had like a bunch of these projects that were copycat Board Ape Yacht Club projects. Everybody had similar naming conventions and similar um, roadmaps. And not that the roadmap means anything too much anymore. Mm-hmm. Kind of similar strategies. And then when something else comes up, then people kind of try to emulate that and copy that a little bit. Like like when, um, what was that? The Wolf game or that Sheep game thing came out. A lot of right. derivative projects came out of that too. Right. Uh, maybe this Asia targeting Asia market kind of idea is kind of like in a cycle right now in Solana. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's definitely kind of still there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like, I mean, you could still make money off of it. Like I make good money off of lion cats and um, baby bulls, but um, at some point it's just going to be kind of, you know, oh, it's another derivative and nobody's going to want to buy it. And they, <laughs> they probably only make maybe at most one or two X. Yeah. Any. But um, uh, yeah, some, some people don't like it. They don't like the idea like, oh, I'm not going to buy any derivative of dragons or something like that. Um, but hey, I mean, if you're there to just make money, I mean, sometimes just just watch it, be realistic yeah. about it, you know. Yeah, yeah, cool. All right, I got some on my list too that's coming up. Um, nothing like super crazy or anything, just things that I'm kind of interested in. I'm kind of stuck. Like the reason I think I don't, I'm not super profitable at NFTs because I get stuck as a collector a lot rather than a trader. And so a lot of these things are some, some of the things that I'm minting are just like, oh, cause I, I, I got to know the people involved and I just like the people. And those are like, if you're in it to make money, those aren't the best ways to, to go about it, but it's still cool to be a part of it. I just realized, um, I was looking at it this morning. Cause it was like, I was watching, uh, where I just was thinking about like, how long have I been doing this when we're prepping for this podcast and Solana monkey business, I minted and I looked, it was like August 3rd of last year. So Solana NFTs have only been around for a little while. So I think it's like pretty much any of these early projects are kind of can have potential to be like pretty big in the future. But one that I'm kind of looking at um, this weekend, or I don't know if I should go in chronological order. I'll just do this one first because it's the one that I'm kind of like really interested in is another, I think, trend that I've been observing on Solana for NFTs is utility NFTs or like tool NFTs, like getting access to things. And so one of the guys in Grim Syndicate has put together this project called View Solana. I think it's called, he has another name for his, um, the product that's going to be coming out, but he has like an existing product called View Solana. And he has, it's going to be called Alpha Alerts, his new project. Uh, He's doing a drop for an access token, basically an access NFT token this Saturday. Um, What is that? January 10th at 5 p.m. UTC. And the price for the whitelist is one soul, and then the public is two soul. Supply is only 750, 750 tokens, so it's really small. Um, but it, what basically this thing gives you access to, the tool that it gives you access to, is um, something that's pretty common on Ethereum, but I haven't really seen it on Solana, is tracking whale wallets. So what he's done is he's basically built this tool that allows you to, to see the top traders uh on in the solana ecosystem based upon their performance in magic eden solana art digitalize alpha art i think he's like aggregated everything and just compared profit profitability for the trades for each of these things and so the idea being a lot of this is a really popular strategy in ethereum is you just follow whale wallets and you just do whatever they're doing kind of just like tracking Nancy Pelosi's trades. <laughs> you just trade whatever she's trading on the stock market. I guess the similar idea. Uh, yeah. You just follow these whale wallets and you just mint whatever they're minting a lot of. And then you try to sell when they're selling or before, right when they're selling, you try to get out too. And so his his thing is minting um, the Saturday for one. So it's kind of interesting because I've been kind of getting into a lot of these. I'm getting kind of s- not screwed, but I've been buying a lot more of like these utility NFTs because it's the 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 market is becoming so much more challenging to to participate in without any kind of tools these days because botting has always been an issue since the beginning um pretty much since candy machine was deployed for the dgen apes people figured that out and people have been botting and doing things and like if 
you're someone like me who doesn't have technical ability, you kind of almost need to get some kind of tools to compete in some way. Yeah. So, and I think uh, I think it's funny how when when new neon came out first, right? There, that that was the first. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Backdoor minter type uh-huh. thing. The back, the first. Oh, the on-chain uh, ad- advantage tool that uh-huh. people could get. Every, everybody would jump in and be like, "Oh, that's just botting, you guys. That's so right. bad. You know, how dare you do that?" And of course, now there's all these other tools coming out, and everybody's like, "Oh, well, which tool do you have?" Which yeah, you have? I think <laughs> it's no that, longer a problem. <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of crazy because, I mean, like that's the thing, right? Like human beings would gravitate to that and i've i've been trying to like stay pure and stay away from it but it's it's pretty much like kind of like high speed trading on and front running on stock, the stock market these days where people are doing it right. at such a rate where you kind of almost have to do it to just to compete but i mean botting is is something that's i don't know like what are your thoughts on botting i'm kind of interested because you're, you're you're a developer you know how to code and things and uh, and I, I know like a lot of the people that bought are also people that are helping set up mints for people. <laughs> like they're getting, they're getting hired to set up mints, the candy machines and things for artists. So right. I don't know, man, like, it's kind of like, like people do it in uh, high speed trading for stock, for stocks, people front run things for stocks with high speed trading. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm kind of conflicted. Uh, I really, I don't like the idea of botting, but I also understand that's probably the direction. The reality is that's probably the direction that the whole ecosystem will go because Ethereum went the same way. You can't, it's pretty much impossible to mint any po- popular project on Ethereum without either a whitelisting, like a strict whitelist or mm-hmm. some kind of tool. Yeah. I mean, I, I overall, I dislike, you know, people like stepping over the boundaries and finding their own like means outside of the way that we all kind of semi-agreed on right like right. Hey, we should all go to this website and we all have a fair chance and doing right this but i mean for the greater good of the ecosystem i get it you know like i get it that if somebody is uh figuring out a way around it then it is forcing the system to address it that that i can understand and get behind yeah um and I mean, obviously it has worked because, you know, you got those guys like Jordan working on the candy machine too, mm-hmm. um, to help improve that. And, and it's, it's happened, right. They, they've actually somewhat improved it. They know they have a better system for dropping white lists instead of like an earlier candy machine. <laughs> yeah. <link. laughs> I mean, that's pretty rudimentary, right. When you think about it. Yeah. So the fact that they've done that, um, and it forces that to happen. It to me is a it's a good thing. Yeah, so, like, it's it kind of like an arms race, system. right? Like it's yeah, an arms exactly. race from now on. Yeah, right, exactly. And so, um, in that regards, okay, I get that. And you know, there's always going to be people that will make money off of some kind of problem, right? Mm-hmm. So you got these guys that are saying like, okay, I'm going to make this tool now to to help everybody else get advantage. Um, I mean. That's just kind of how it works, right? Like even with the hurricanes and all the damage, right? There's people out there that are gonna right. try to do something. Right. Yeah. Uh, the Take idea is situations. Exactly. And so the idea is to just try to figure out, okay, well, how do we prevent that from happening next time? So yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's kind of good. Like it's kind of crazy because I remember minting D Gen Apes and 
that was just like a complete mess. And that's where Candy Machine came from. Was the, I didn't really re- even realize that that's where it kind of came from. Was the DJ and Apes right. Mint, where did they quickly developed that minting system? And it was like a, it was pretty much like a hot fix for them because they didn't really understand like how popular that project was going to be. Because prior to that, I remember when I minted Solana Monkey Business, it really was just like send soul to this address and we'll send you an NFT back. (laughs) And that was the same for Solarians too. It was like send soul to this address and we'll send you one back. And, and um, Solana most prior to that too, was send soul to this address and we'll send you some back. And what's interesting, I think right now is when I'm, so I don't know if you've been watching that whole near system coming up and like everybody's jumping in. Yeah, everybody's jumping in on it. But like going into that, it feels like, Solana again, where it's like, this is brand new. Nobody knows what to do. There is no minting system right now. There's no candy machine or anything. And exactly. People are just like, okay, I'm going to send you this much near for, I'm going to send it you, the artist. So I'm going to send you this near. And hope you don't run hope, me. Yeah. I'm going to hope you send it back to me. And uh, some people do get it. And there, I've already heard of some rugs where people don't. I'm pretty so, sure that's how Cardano NFTs still run today. I'm not really? certain, wow. but I think that's what they're still doing over there. I haven't done any yet, but mm. yeah. But yeah, that's kind of a good way to think about it. Like the more that these tools come out and people are trying to profit off these uh, pickaxes and shovels method, then the, the people that are on the other side are going to need to step up their game and improve right. Candy Machine again. Because right now, like the, the general strategy to prevent botting is you launch a bunch of honeypots on Candy Machine, right? Like you, you do a bunch <laughs> of honeypots and then you try to whitelist and... And pray that you yeah. just still don't get botted with that because yeah i honestly I feel like a lot of projects are actually doing that to get to get more money too <laughs> yeah i mean for sure i mean like i was kind of thinking about that it's probably like a i'm not that i would do it but it's probably like a pretty profitable way to make like a few extra soul like you just set up honey pots oh, yeah. around projects and then get people to bot those yeah i forget who it was was it baby Bo- baby boogles or yep. anyway yep. somebody yeah, they just made like they just put the honey pot up there first, and they're <laughs> like, "All right, go ahead, mint." <laughs> and they cleared it out, and then they say, "Oh, just kidding. Here's a new one. Here's the actual one." <laughs> yep. And then they rugged. Oh, we can talk about that one a little later because I I didn't get into that one, which was a terrible experience. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got anything else coming up this week? You know, this week's pretty slow for me. Um, I mean, I have a bunch of mints that I looked at. Um. Mm or that I have on the list, but I honestly have not looked into the details of it. But I mean, that's kind of how it goes, right? There's so many different types of projects where it's just like, oh, here's another project, you know, here's another PF um, profile picture mint. Um, so I don't know. The only interesting one, I suppose, was the one that you kind of talked about, Blockheads, Solana mm-hmm. Blockheads. Um, that one I'll have to look into a little bit more. Um, the other ones that were kind of just, yeah was uh, interstellar apes it's like a almost a 2000 collection but it's a one soul one so pretty pricey yeah uh i'd have to see if there's anything more deep into it but almost all all the projects these days have some sort of coin or tokenomics or, to them. yeah some kind of hodling benefit um yeah solana blockheads plan. is what J- january 13th 14th and then, 13, uh, yeah, 0.75 to one soul for the minting whitelist public and then supply i don't even know if they have a set supply but i, I have on my notes 26 26 33 for total yeah, supply yeah but i think it might have been like a different number of supply 
for each type. I see. I like see. That. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to. There was like a, a, a thousand one hundred eleven for point fifty five. Oh no, sorry, that's a different project. There were seven hundred for point seven five, and then there's like twenty six thirty three for one slow. Um, but yeah, they have two different mint dates, so I'd have to do a little digging into why they're different. But I mean, yeah. So I mean, I have blockheads and interstellar apes. Geisha clan. I I don't even know why I really have to this. But um, <laughs> you probably just got on the white list and you wrote it down. <laughs> yes, and so and that kind of highlights exactly how a lot of what I do these days is just jump onto the white list as yeah. fast as possible. Yeah. Once you look, once you get on it, then you come back again, look at your projects, your project list, um, and then decide. You know, am I going to do this one? Yes or no? Am I going to do this yeah. one? Yes or no? Um, but I mean, some of these they they can do well within like a few days. You know, you can profit maybe three to four x. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but long term. Uh, highly unlikely <laughs> yeah i mean that's the thing for that's the thing for nfts that still like mess me up is that i i always forget that 95 of these 95 percent of these projects aren't gonna make it you know mm-hmm. and then i just end up holding way too long like i still got my soul steads <laughs> it's still <laughs> i still got both of them anyways uh, i, I, I will say though some of the projects depending on who is doing them you know, like you mentioned earlier that, you know, you, you like some of the, you like some of the team members, you like the devs and stuff like that. I think there's a, there's good value in that. Like yeah. if you know the team behind it and that they're going, that they can execute well. Right. It is worth staying in, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of like um, my, the thing that I was trying to do more of is just do more docs team mints. And so yeah. like a lot of the things either like docs or like, I know them because they're in another community that I'm in. And also, like, just recently, I've been wrecking myself because I've been doing just a bunch of degen cheap free mints and stuff, which is a terrible <laughs> idea, but I've been doing that a lot. But, but yeah, it's, it's, I got to get into the mindset of being able to let go of things a little bit easier. I'm kind of like exit liquidity for a lot of people, I think. I just buy and hold forever, never end up selling. So I'm more of a collector, like the comic book collector in me is not comic book trader. It's kind of yeah. still around, I guess. And I think that's I think that's fair enough, depending on how much you spend on it. Like if you're minting it, uh, and you just like the collection, yeah, just keep it because most yeah. mints are uh, reasonable. I think. Yeah, yeah. I got I got one coming up um, on Thursday, uh, January thirteenth. This is an expensive one. It's one soul mint, uh, eleven p.m. UTC. Supply thirty three hundred. It's called Forge Bots. Uh, it's actually one of the community leaders is from Grim Syndicate, so he's going to kind of talking about it. But it's also getting good uh, reactions in Monkey Dow. A lot of people are in there interested. It's it's three D art, so it's kind of similar to the, the Bounty Hunter Space Guild project with utility tokens in the future. And then their kind of play is they're they're developing three D avatars for every single um, token for the metaverse portals and desolates and Solana Town and stuff. So. I'm just I'm, the reason I'm minting it though is because one of the guys are is a uh, pretty active Grim Syndicate member, uh, Doc's team too. So uh, they're not gonna they're probably not gonna rug. It's kind of like right your rug insurance is like if the team is Doc's then it's kind of hard for them to to get away. Right. Uh, so it's it's an expensive mint, but uh, it's I'm I'm just looking at it. I'm probably gonna do I, I'm on the white list, so I'll mm. end up minting. 
I mean, that brings up the whole point about the, the different types of projects that we're running into right now, right? Metaverse, that's mm. becoming a huge thing right now. Um, and then there's uh, Play to Earn. So I, yeah. I feel like those are the two big ones that are really starting to attract a lot of people, right? And attract a lot of investors and stuff. Like the like the, the, the degenerate gambling ones? Are you talking about the, the stuff? Or like oh, I mean, <laughs> true, true. There's a lot that, of that degen gambling NFT projects right now too. Like yeah, that coin is flip. another... Right, that's another one that's category that's jumping in too. But um, I don't know about that one. I feel like it would fade, but right. people gotta gamble, so maybe not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like I feel like I missed the entire boat for that one because I saw some of these early DGen things, and I was like, this is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. But people like mm -hmm. DGen coin flip, evidently. I mean, yeah, I, I, I didn't admit any gambling ones <laughs> at all or casino ones but i i did play the degen flip <laughs> i gotta say i'm like it's pretty fun <laughs> well, i mean obvious obviously when you're winning but <laughs> yeah 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 um, theoretically 50 50 chance of making more money right 50 chance yeah. of losing money yeah i mean and when you think about it that the the, um, the effort behind it probably isn't that much mm -hmm. and you just gotta somebody click a button and you, know, you give them a 50 50 randomized chance of something and <laughs> double the money but um yeah no i haven't done anything with that yeah is dgen coin flip a pvp too like you're you're doing it against other people so like you load it in you you load you stake your you basically stake your soul and then you do that flip and then you're competing against somebody else who also did some kind of rng or something i i don't know if they've released that feature but i've seen that feature before oh, okay. like i've seen it on some other of the um of any of those other gambling NFTs I've mm -hmm. seen that option before. But yeah, I mean, it's it's cool. I like what they're doing because it kind of helps, again, kind of the whole botting idea. It helps develop a lot of technologies. Yeah, like, yeah. This could help with the gaming um, aspects of things, you know, like how you said that you can just, um, um, I guess, flip against another player. But it's all for the good. In some sense, unless <laughs> yeah. people are losing plenty of money. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's a great, uh, the developer insights to these kind of tools and things that are coming out. It's like, yeah, the, the, it's, it is going to force developers to try to outsmart them. Like uh, there was a mint yesterday, Hokkaido Frogs. Uh, I don't know if you mm. saw that one. It was one of the guys in Monkey Dow's project. I was okay. I was gonna mint it. I was on the whitelist, but they, they did like the old school drop the link early into the Discord waitlist so i didn't i didn't end up getting any but uh yeah like i guess they ran like multiple uh candy machine ids on the mint page too so it kind of confused the the botters mm -hmm. so that there is kind of like the, the, that arms race that you're talking about where they're trying to figure out ways to get around that but i think it still got botted because the floor price is below <laughs> what is what the mint price was now so um yeah i mean at some point i imagine the majority of people that you know the normal people that are they're thinking that they can get uh, ahead with by botting and stuff i eventually think that they'll get tired of hitting the honey pots i mean i've seen so many people are like ah oh, shoot i hit the wrong one you know uh -huh. they get tired of losing that kind of money yeah but um but yeah the fact that the tools are still there um and, and and it's being generated it's it's nice like i really like the idea of what pawn shop nomies is doing mm -hmm. Um, the one that uh, does, you, you, you stake your NFT for collateral and you get an actual loan from it. 
um, that's, yeah. that's pretty cool when you think about it in terms of what kind of development that requires you know like uh, you gotta people need to put their faith into a system where you're gonna put a heavy duty nft in there and you're actually gonna get it back at some point <laughs> like that that can be scary but if you know if you if you know that the developers behind it are good and they're developing something good um hey i mean that's that's so much better for the ecosystem right right okay i i, I think that's kind of like a good segue into like the next section that I kind of wanted to have where just like these projects that are kind of top of mind and pawn shop no no me is I minted and I still have one left. I always I just paper handed all the rest of them. You do you really like that project? I, I think it's kind of interesting. I've been debating like whether I should sell it because it's up a lot, you know, since the mint. Right. Uh, but but it is an interesting idea. And it it is on Ethereum. They do have similar services on Ethereum, mm. which people are using. Um, I'm not sure. I read the white paper. I'm not sure if it's the same way, but I know that on the Ethereum uh, NFT pawning sites, it's like a decentralized pawning. So you you put up your NFT for collateral and then you kind of have your terms that you're asking for. And then on the other end, you have loan lenders and loaners that come in and like, okay, I'll accept those terms. And then they'll, the, all it is like a matchmaking. And then you both put your things into the smart contract. And then if the terms are met, it spits it out either way, right? Like, you repay the loan, you get your NFT back. And if you don't, then the person who lent it gets the NFT. I'm not sure if Pawn Shop Nomis is running the same way. Do you know? Um, that part about um, people on the other end. So, so not the person who's lending the NFT, but the other side, the guys yeah. who are... The lenders. Um, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, the lend, I'm not exactly sure who's the lending part. I see. Um, I do know that there's a lot of talk about heavier investors coming in. So maybe those guys might be the lenders. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, basically there's big talks about big VCs coming in to uh, join in on this project. Yeah. And so on, on that information, I, I paper handed my pawn shop, <laughs> my, my little, my know me back yeah. when it was like two soul or something yeah. like that. Oh, you did better but than so me. I paper handed most of mine's like at one. I didn't have one left. So. <laughs> doesn't help that they're so ugly but yeah anyway, that did um, not help. <laughs> uh, but after hearing that i was like ah shoot mm -hmm. okay because the thing is i liked the idea i really did like the idea and I, I think in the beginning i had my um skepticism about whether or not they could actually code it and build it off because right. nobody was building things successfully everybody would say promise build then, xyz yeah. Yeah, and then they failed and so i'm like ah Okay. But once I started hearing word that these guys have their demo, people like the demo on dev and they have a VC backing, I was like, shoot. Yeah. All right. Maybe <laughs> I'm going to jump back in on this guy. Yeah. So um, we'll see. I'm yeah. I've heard the same thing. I've heard the same yeah. things that they, they have VCs interested and they have, they have their thing working on testnet right now. Like evidently right. you can play with it. So, right. but it is true. Like there's so many projects that just promise this roadmap of, of utility tools and they show screenshots and these things. And then they just rug like truth vials rugged this past week. They had this, uh, this tool that was supposed to let you spy on whale wallets, which is kind yeah. of funny because the guy in uh, Grim syndicate actually built something that was, could, actually does what the guy was prompt. The truth vials was promising. And then, Truth about, I was like, hey, wait till Sunday. And then on Sunday, they rugged. They just deleted everything and took the money. So it's pretty, it is pretty common. So like, that's, that's the challenge, right? Like identifying which ones, which teams are actually developing and building things and which ones are going to rug. Cause 
even with DeFi, it's the same thing. DeFi is a uh, similar problems. You promise a, a roadmap and nothing uh, I, I think a lot of, a lot of these projects that have that promise of utility or whatever, um, I, I get skeptical about projects if they don't have something to show, right. you know, like Panzer games, they had a demo straight up, you know? So I was like, man, okay, these look nice. So I'll go with that. Um, me colony they had they don't exactly have a demo but they have a a good working product already behind it right and they just so, got yc funding too yeah so, and so that's like, pretty huge validation i i feel like you can see progress from the projects or from the teams that actually mean it um the only problem with solana is that more of the people in solana is that they're just adhd and they, <laughs> they don't see something in like two seconds they're yeah. like oh my god let's stop it yeah the so, fast tra- fast and cheap transactions is a blessing and a curse for like yeah. for because on Ethereum you're you're almost forced to hodl a lot of times because right. it's so expensive, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you also don't buy cheap product projects on Ethereum because it's like so expensive to buy them even, or you don't want to be <laughs> right. stuck with them. So like a lot of there's a lot of forced hodling in Ethereum, but for Solana, it's so cheap and fast. It's like I don't see a profit in six hours. I'm dumping, you know, and trying to find something else. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I okay, so I'll probably just hold on to my pawn shop Nomi for now. Kind of sucks because I'm kind of running low on liquidity. I, I, I think I've had the wrong strategy. I, I was talking to you about this off off air, but uh, I've been like trying to like lock away profits or percentage of profits every time I sell. But that kind of leaves me with like very small liquidity to kind of ape into things, which is kind of bad. So like I'm holding like a, some bounty hunters and a lot of Grim Syndicate and things that I could sell right now and get liquidity, but I'm like, I don't know. Like it's not as much as it could have been if I saw, uh, I'm just, I'm, so I'm just thinking maybe I should change my strategy and not lock away so much stuff. And you just gotta YOLO it in the ecosystem some more because <laughs> it, it, the ecosystem is very young. Like that's the thing, right? It's like four or five months old. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard. I mean, I think, uh, I'm trying to fit. I'm trying to think about what kind of amount of soul you should have to right. feel like like you That's can enough. do well. Yeah. yeah. Um. I think in my head right now, twenty is is hard. It's doable. It's doable. Um. You could totally have twenty and then just um do well. But then you need to make. Sh- then you got to be more selective on what projects you do. Mm-hmm. Um. And as you increase from twenty, your your selection process can be a little bit more lax i think yeah right so once you get to like 50 then you're like okay i can i can maybe degen on like about four to five cheaper ones you know right and then as you increase even more 100 then you can be like all right this is where i can like if i see a good project that one soul even though one soul is kind of pricey right now i can just go five ten soul on that guy and be mm-hmm. no problem and if you have that kind of liquidity, you can also like take bets on secondary too, without worrying too much. Like you can buy into like Mindfolk at seven and, you know, when it was kind of popping yeah. off. And... Yeah. Like I think at that point, if you have a hundred or something, then you're, you're the way you shop on secondary is kind of the same way as if you were shopping as if you were minting with only 20 soul, right? Right. You, you or not, not 20 soul, maybe 50 soul. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, you, 
you can do it. You can't degen on some secondaries, but you still got to be selective about what you're going to pick. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to just be like, oh, dolphin whales is good. Let's just <laughs> yeah. go ape yeah. in on it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, as you just obviously, yeah, hundreds good for secondary, but to do just degen aping on secondary, I think yeah, yeah. More than that. yeah, yeah. I think that's kind of the trap that I fell into where it's like, oh, I'm kind of short on liquidity. So I'm going to do more of the, the DGEN free mints, which is like the wrong idea to do. Right. But, but I've been kind of lucky. I mean, I got rugged on some, but like there was some where I was like, uh, like my big problem was I've been just doing a lot of things in the DGEN mint channel and monkey DAO where they just mm-hmm. post like these things. And they're all like, I guess it's kind of like what you're saying. They probably have a lot more, liquid liquidity rather mine while mine's is like all locked up i i take profits and i stake it because i don't want to touch it because I, I really think solana is going to go up in like a year or two anyway like way higher than it is now so i'm trying to make sure that i have you know solana locked away but there was a couple of projects like uh that solana pepe series business was like a free mint basically and so like it went from like 0.05 and i think it went up like 0.15 and so like if you have like a hundred of them, you know, you can, you could do yeah. not bad on those things. Cause it really is like, it's like a two to three X on like a really small uh, price tag, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like that's to do that. Like, it's kind of like the risk is just as high because you need to buy volume to make any kind of significant gains. But there's been things like that kind of interesting stuff coming up, but I, I did get rugged a couple of times this week. Just yeah, the baby, bo- baby boogles thing. I got, I did bad. Like I bought on secondary because I I saw it kind of going up, and then like literally the day after, like they just rugged the team, rugged, and so I left out on that one. I think. Yeah, you, uh, yeah, you whitelisted and you sold right away. That's kind of like what you got to do. It's kind of yeah. hard to see, and then that's the thing too, right? With roadmaps, we're talking about like baby book was on the roadmap. I like, oh, we're gonna do tools, and then as soon as the mint was done, like, oh, we're just gonna do alpha. It's like okay, that's a bad sign, you know. <laughs> They probably I sold didn't right away. That. Yeah, like <laughs> as soon as they minted, like, oh, everybody's doing tools, so just we're gonna do alpha. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, man, I don't know. Um, one more thing on the top of my mind, projects wise. Uh are you are you playing remnants right now? Remnants? I, I have remnants, but I tried using their site and it didn't work for me. So yeah, um, they did they, they just ran an upgrade yesterday, so it's working again. I've been playing okay. it and it's kind of it's kind of interesting, like, right? Like, it's kind of one of those things where you see the team putting in this much work. They're probably not going to run away. So it gives you a little bit of confidence in that in ter- those terms because what they're doing is kind of a lot of work and they have, like, a pretty yeah. long roadmap, where, but they're still delivering on their thing. Like, you can play the game now. Uh, I, I meant the three and I, I just gave one away on Grimps and the Kid for to someone that didn't get it. Um, but, yeah, it's kind of interesting. And they're, they're going to finish out their mint, I think, this week. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, I, I probably shouldn't have given it away. The one that I had, extra one that I had. Should have just kept it. <laughs> well, maybe yeah. here's your chance to get mint some more. It seems yeah. like they're only minting a limited number, I think. Uh, I'm not sure. But not- yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. It's like it's a, a Solana gaming, like Panzer mm-hmm. Dogs. It's kind of a like PvP, uh, like real time PvP. And then Remnants is more like an idle game where you just mm-hmm. like. But it, it, it works like it, it works like an idle game and better than some of the other ones that I've tried on other ecosystems. I'm not sure what they're doing with their tokenomics, and but I'm, I'm just collecting a lot of these camp tokens by sending my guys out on, on missions. And uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely need to try that out. I mean, same thing. I, I think I minted about three of them. Um, 
and I'm seeing some excitement from from other people. You know, they're like, I, I guess one of the features is um, one of your remnant guys, your campers, be, can become a zombie or something yeah. at some yeah. point, right? And and I think the first person who or, or one of the first zombies, like everybody is getting all crazy. They're like, oh my gosh, one guy became a zombie, and so when you get that kind of excitement in a game, I, at least to me, that sounds like, hey, you know, they're doing something good. It's actually working, and and when people when when projects make something um you know something on pte or or, or whatever idle gaming if you can get that kind of excitement that's a good thing that means it's working you know so um cops game right i don't know if you've yeah seen that one going on but that one got super hyped um unfortunately they they messed up (laughs) but um it, it People like the gaming aspects of these NFTs, and I feel like Solana, if they can really keep it going, um, that's such a good space to be in. Um, Aurori tried it, right? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, Star Atlas, those are the first OG gaming guys. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, it, it's definitely a cool space, but I think there's a lot of hard work for the developers to get through. Oh, yeah. It's I mean, such it's a hard thing to do it's like a challenging to build a successful game without, you know, using right. cryptocurrency and then you're right. going to bring that blockchain stuff in and you're developing on rust too. It's like, like super hard mode, you know, like extreme mode. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of interesting because, you know, like if, if these games work and people enjoy playing them for the sake of playing them, mm-hmm. like, wouldn't that just, I don't know if that's just me thinking, but like, wouldn't that just increase the value of these NFTs if they're required to play them, if people actually want to play? And that's kind of like right. what these developers need to do is create an experience or something that's worth playing. And you can't really do this on Ethereum because it's so expensive to use the network. Like you have mm-hmm. CyberKongs in Ethereum where, you know, it's basically like dragons on Solana. It's very similar where you're, you're get, you get like tokens and then you can use the tokens as utility to like mint new NFTs or sell them right away. But it's not really like a game where you're actively trying to do things in the in the system. Yeah, so I was saying like um, that that's kind of why I like Remnants. Um, there, it's a slow game, it's a slow play, but you know, like that's kind of how you build that excitement. And if people more and more people start playing it, and it gets, um, uh, I mean, obviously people upgrade their guys, I think, right? And and as you get playing, you get higher up into the game, and if that excitement continues and people start seeing it, they're already late. And so yeah. Yeah. the price should go a lot higher. And so that's where that value is in, in games like Remnants, I feel like. Yeah, you know, similar to Axie early. Infinity, right? Like Axie Infinity yeah. was similar. Right, exactly. And we all know how well that's doing. So there's plenty of places that can be made, uh, profits that can be made in that kind of Yeah, Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I think for Solana, like the challenge that the project developers and project teams have when compared to other ecosystems is you really got to figure out how to keep people, <laughs> how to prevent people from just paper handing your stuff away <laughs> because it's so easy to just list and sell. And so cheap, like there's no barriers, there's no friction to selling on Solana. Mm-hmm. So like to, to get people to, to stay in diamond hand, your, uh, your project, that's kind of like the biggest challenge I think for Solana NFTs. And so if you can create an experience where people want to hold for a long time, and they'd only been if you can get to the point where they're not checking prices, 
uh, those are the, probably the projects that are going to do pretty well. I'm just hoping that you can spend these camp tokens on something in the future because I'm just racking them up right now. Mm. Sending my guys out on there soon. Yeah, I'll, you your your guys collect loot too, and I was kind of wondering if you could sell the loot, but it doesn't look like the loot is actually tokens that you could sell. It's just like in-game items that you just use. Um, but the, the but the coins are tokens. I can see the coins in my wallet that you earn in the game. So those probably okay. will have a secondary market for them. Interesting that they use loot because that's what cop game does too. Uh, it's, it's called camp tokens. The looting is the is the game. It's called looting when you send your guy out because you're like ah, looting okay. an area. So the, the coin is called camp, I think. Got it. Yeah. Anything else that's kind of like on your top of mind, uh, project-wise, or things that are kind of interesting that you've been noticing? Well, the only other one that I've, I, I'm looking at, maybe I'm more excited about this week. Uh, I just looked at my list, and I, it's on the bottom, but it's one of my more ones that I'm more excited about is um, was Bitmon. Uh, it's it's like a Pokemon type game, right? Um, it's about ten thousand supply. I I don't think they have a price yet. But um, it's it's it looks cool. Like when you go in, you see the art. It's it's really quality. You know, it pretty much looks like Pokemon type art. Um, it's not like a pixel type thing. Um, but uh, I believe it's um, Oex Bustos. I don't know if that's how you say his name. But anyways, that's his project. He's the same guy who did Mon- uh, Monkette business. Mon- okay. Solana Monkette business. Yeah, yeah. The derivative, the air free airdrop derivative. Yeah, yeah. And um, he, he seems to be building up a lot of stuff, and that's kind of cool. But, uh, but yeah, that one's, to me, exciting. I, I don't know if it's just because it's exciting because my kids like Pokemon, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I probably try to end up minting a bunch of those. But I think there's another game, supposedly, that's pretty popular, similar, called Pixelmon. Um, I haven't followed that one yet, but I don't know. might be a good thing. I mean... People like Pokemon, obviously. So maybe there's some good tokenomics gaming stuff in there that I can, you know, get some good profit off of. Yeah, super interesting. I, I'm in the server, but I don't know if I tried to whitelist. Shucks. You're an SMB. You probably could. Yeah, it's probably closed already. <laughs> if it's popular, it probably is closed already. Shucks. Okay, well, yeah. I'll, I'll take a look at that one too, because when is that one again? 15th? The 15th. Oh, the public whitelist is on January 16th. Monkettes. I sold my monkette right away. So I oh, don't have no. that anymore. They're you know what doing sucks? Well, though. The monkettes are doing well now? Probably because yeah, they're yeah. trying to get the whitelist for this Bitmon. Is that why? I think it's more than that. It, really? It's probably tied to the uh, solar app too, right? Oh, no, that's Did Monkey Baby Business is the solar app. It's oh, is project. it? Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. No. Yeah, Monkey Baby Business is going crazy right now. And I sold that one at like two soul or something. That was oh, a terrible right, decision. Right. Baby business, you're right. Yeah, this floor for a monkey baby business is nine right now. I sold mine for two. It was at two for a long time. So and and I didn't know that they're gonna like they had tools on their roadmap. I was like, ah, I don't know, tools or I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I sold that too as well. Yeah. So that was yeah. after the whole DAO SMB DAO didn't didn't um what was it? They weren't going to acknowledge them as part of the team. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. They were, I think they were initially fishing for um, like inclusion, inclusion in the DAO, but, uh, right. but the guys, the guys in there all the time, he's in the, 
the the server all the time. The guy that did the MB, monkey baby business. So mm-hmm. it's not like he's not there. And the guys in in, in the monkey DAO just talk about solar all the time because it's evidently like the best on chain minting tool. Mm. I, I have I have a candy cane and I use it, but it's like not anywhere near as good as what the solar guys are talking about it. I, that's what I'm seeing. Like, cause for candy cane, I feel like I have to get the extract the mint like myself because I don't want to get rugged in a honey pot. Cause they just list all the honey pots and it's like, mm. man, like why would I want to just I don't trust, you know, like I don't want to lose more yeah. money than I'm already losing. So yeah. yeah. It's expensive yeah. though, yeah. Solar. Yeah. Solar, whatever you call it. Yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it either. All right. That's pretty good, man. Like, I think we got a pretty good list. I'm definitely excited for some of these things. Um, is there anything that you've done this past week that's kind of interesting? Should have or shouldn't have? Positive or negative? Hmm. Everything flies by so fast that I can't even remember what I did. Uh, um. <laughs> I have some pretty huge mistakes. Not huge. Well, it's pretty, yeah, pretty stupid things that happened to me. Like, I don't know why these things happen, but it, it happens pretty commonly. I, I think uh, I, what happened was, well, sorry, for, for me, this past week, I, I took it slow. I, I kind of just, I, and I think it's because the previous week, I kind of was minting a bunch of just yeah. randoms. And um, so this week, I was just kind of like, nah, I'm just going to take it slow. <laughs> and, and then my nitro also kind of um, expired, and I didn't want to renew it. And so I had all these servers that... I was just leaving because I didn't have enough space for my servers. Yeah, I've been running the same problem. Yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a pretty slow week, I think, in terms of stuff. Yeah, I I I had bought like a Dino King like a long time ago for like 0.59 soul, and it was stuck there for like a month or not a month. It's so hard to gauge how long it was, but it felt like a long time. And so I finally just sold it and the thing just shot up to like 2.5 the next day. <laughs> like, that sucks. That always happens for some reason. I'm, I'm, like, I'm like the bottom signal. When I sell, it's like the bottom signal for some reason. It's strange. I've seen a lot of those. A lot of that kind of thing happen where it just dumps down to like, you know, like dead zones. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it comes back up. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I think- mean, it just kind of goes to show you can never tell really what's going to happen to something. <laughs> Yeah, and it's so hard to like keep on top of every single project. Like I bought it because I was I was noticing like a big pump and dump waves coming in. Like right around that time that I bought it, I was like, oh crap, all these projects are like pumping out of nowhere, basically. And so I was like, oh, let, let me take a shot at this one because it seems like it has. I was looking at the numbers on Soul Sniper and uh, and on um, Soul Radar. I was like, this thing looks like it's gonna pump, and then it never did. <laughs> until i sold it for like for, for like a fraction of a tiny profit of what it could have been yeah but yeah. uh i also minted a bunch of dgen stuff and that's kind of like should not do that as much anymore i think because i gotta <laughs> i don't know man i gotta i gotta build up the reserves again because i'm so like invested in a bunch of this garbage right now i don't know what to do with it i should have like tax loss harvested a bit last year i think at the end of the year mm. uh, but uh I did the baby bogle for 3.5. I bought it and the thing's worthless now. So I don't know what to oh, do with these no. things. <laughs> yeah. Just keep it. <laughs> keep it forever. They're, they're trying to derug a little bit right now, but I don't know how successful that's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen a successful derug on Solana yet, only on Ethereum. I'm trying to look at my list of stuff um, that I did. And it's funny because I'm looking at these things and 
I, I, and I said that I didn't really do anything last week, but I think all these things were from last week. So it's just like, I can't tell what the time is anymore. Yeah. <laughs> these yeah. Mints, there's so many mints that just come through. I'm just like, what? We did that frame boy last week, I think. Right. We did frame boy. Did you sell, did, yeah. are, you, are you out of that completely or you still got no, it? No, I still have my three because um, uh, the first one I sold covered everything else, but looks like it's back down from mint. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's back down from mint. But I mean, it's not too bad. It's only like about four of them back down at mint price. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I think it's just, I'm just going to hold it indefinitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think they're, I think they're a decent one. Yeah, looking. some people hate it, but I like it. Yeah, that was kind of like another uh, one of those things that kind of minted out of nowhere too, right? Like they're trying to mint for a long time and then suddenly got picked up. Yeah, and there was a lot of those last week. Yeah, I'm I not think really sure it, why it was just like a slow week. I think it was just a slow week where people were looking for things to do, and mm-hmm. I think that's why I got stuck in a lot of these degen pro like free mint projects. Like I minted this gangster gorilla thing. I got a bunch of those and then it's like wait the mint was like 0.02 mint. So it was like free basically, almost free, like two dollars um, basically. Yeah. And and that thing is like like I said, like you, you need like a thousand of them to make like a any kind of real money. It's kind of like penny stocking a little bit. Right. There was that. another one that we did too. Um that that boat in a bottle thing <laughs> oh yeah i didn't even write those down because i just figured that i'm never going to be able to sell those things the pirate ship sold pirate ships yeah yeah sold pirate ships but um that's funny that i think i actually sold some that is amazing i never and sold it for profit too um <laughs> i don't remember yeah i only have two sold pirate ships yeah, I don't know. I'd have to look back at it, but um, yeah. yeah. Let me just make. Let me just check to see if that actually sold. I also minted uh, some of these Solana Serious Pepe business, and that thing was like a point mm. zero five mint. And that thing is, is weird because it's been going up, and I don't, I don't really know why. I sold most of them, but I still have like two left. Yeah, that wasn't that thing like. Yeah, like last month or something that uh, <laughs> they're trying to and then they just dropped the price because nobody was minting it and then that's kind of like where people pick it up like these free they, they call them free mints they're not free but they're super low cost right and if you're just looking to 2x like a small yeah. 2x then you can kind of do it with these these tiny mints these free mints so interesting i actually have two of them. <laughs> oh you minted them before i think the price yeah. was a lot higher before i, I don't remember how much no, I think I might have written it down. Because I minted Anyways. them for 0.05. And I think I think they're originally minting for like 0.2 or something. Mm. How much how much garbage do you have in your wallets? Do you have like a lot of garbage or are you able to clear most most things out? Um I have a decent amount of garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a bunch of I mean I clear out a bunch too, but there's terrestrial T-Rex things. I have like about eight of those. <laughs> I don't know what this heroin NFT is. Uh, and this is there's this one cyber dragon one that I got. I got the very first one. I was so excited, but then well, I wasn't that excited. But um, I thought it was cool that I got the first one, but then they just completely trashed it. Uh, got a flipped board apes yacht club. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. 
various traps, but not not a terrible amount. Yeah, I feel like you're pretty good at getting out of projects before they just go to zero. Like that's where I get stuck all the time, which is why I have a lot of garbage because I don't get out quickly enough. Yeah, like I, I try to, but yeah. at the same time, so like I, I do have this trash, and I'm like I hate seeing these things in my wallet, but um. And I know, like some people, they're just like, "Oh, just make another wallet and throw it in there." Yeah. But I, I don't like that either. So I ended up getting a mortuary, uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm gonna try it out. I haven't tried it yet, but I, I, I like the idea that you can burn your NFT and get get ash for it. Yeah. And then that ash, you can trade it in for one of their, um, their other NFT. I forget what they call it, but um, I'm gonna try that out. Yeah, I was thinking about like getting one idea. of those too, but. I'm pretty low on liquidity right now. So I gotta I gotta make some money off Solana Pepin serious business first. And then maybe I can take up a <laughs> mortuary. Oh, speaking of like projects that are kind of coming back, I don't know if you noticed, but famous foxes are kind of making a little bit of a comeback. I don't know what they're doing, but um yeah, I've noticed that. And so I think it's because they they've been getting a lot of um collaborations with people. I think for their swap um, swap app, right? Like they're trying to uh, give Foxy to people to use the swap app. Is that what's going on? Yeah, like I know Mikolani, they they kind of partnered with them. Or I I don't know if it's like an official partner, but I know that they've they've talked about it. Mm-hmm. You know, they keep mentioning foxes. Um there was another project I can't remember. But um Grimm's uh partnered with Foxes too for their swap thing. They got like Yeah. So it's kind of like Yaw. Uh the uh, Yaw um it's basically the same thing as Yaw. That's kind of maybe right. that's the play because the the quantum traders kind of took off. Mm-hmm. And then the, the Foxy, the famous Fox Swap app is basically the same thing as Yaw. And maybe that's the play right there. That's the reason why. Right. Maybe. Um, I haven't seen I haven't seen their Foxy tokens value recently. Oh, it's I like mean, that's... a penny. I have a bunch. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's not it then. But um, <laughs> the, the other project that I was trying to find out who they collaborated with was Champions, which obviously is a huge one. I don't know. I, I don't know why. I mean, I mean, I get why that they're they're so big, but I mean, so if, if for anybody who doesn't know, Champions is like what a two hundred uh, supply mint, right? I mm-hmm. think, and it's another monkey type thing, um, pixel uh, pixel profile picture type thing, and um, the, the art looks good. I mean, they they do a good job, but um, they've got so much hype, like so many people like following them and they, and they're I think the first project that's like okay you can only get it whitelist only right yeah um and so that just drove up so much hype and mm. they still haven't released yet but anyways they supposedly have some sort of um collaboration with fox as well interesting huh. yeah so I don't know why uh, I don't know what the details are but that was my assumption as to why they were kind of coming up oh Interesting. Yeah, I, I noticed that a lot of people that I've been following to are kind of buying into foxes again. So it's like, oh, yeah, I might be able to break five, even. <laughs> five soul floor. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. Cause it was like a two for a while. I should have bought more at two, but that's the thing, man. Like when you buy and then the project goes down, I have a hard time buying more to, to uh, better my co- uh, and cost basis. Like I, I just psychologically, I struggle with that. Like I buy it at six and then it goes on to two. I was like, I know I should buy more at two, but I don't, you know, same with like bounty right. hunters. Like I minted at one goes down to point six. Like I know I should buy more, but I don't. And now it's like at mm-hmm. two to three. 
it's just scary when it dumps low you know yeah i don't know but no you're right like there's there's certain times where i just see a price and i'm like that that seems like a really good deal yeah but i don't know sometimes i do it like sometimes i just jump in on it and because there's 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 just a feeling of how it's selling like uh-huh. the, the way that the volume is going it's just yeah. kind of like okay i think i've got to jump in on this yeah yeah like that's kind of how i was with dragons and like i was like man this this volume is insane like i haven't seen this kind of volume before and so yeah. i like it's like solstead's still... volume right like solstead's solstead's yeah kind of it was similar. like solstead's except it kept going <laughs> yeah yeah but um um I still remember like when I when I bought the second dragon, I was just like, what am I after I bought it? I was like, what am I doing? You know, like <laughs> it's so, much so expensive just, at the time. Yeah. Yeah, it was so expensive at the time. I was just like, what am I doing? But um most projects don't have that kind of hype. Yeah. The dragon's so team is executed harder. so well. Like I don't I it's so it's so impressive and surprising to me that if they've done so well like for such a sustained period of time because Solana is like so ADHD like people just dump stuff right away but the dragons had just executed in a way where even the baby dragons are worth a lot now so yeah pretty impressive and they're t- like the way they exude themselves even like in the chat and stuff there's always there's so much confidence in mm-hmm. in the way they show themselves they're like it's, it's basically whenever they talk everyone feels at ease <laughs> you know whenever there's people that are like flooding things and stuff like yeah. that they come in they talk and people are like okay okay we're fine <laughs> yeah that's the thing that um the solana monkey business doesn't have is that they don't have the team involved like the monkey right. DAO is isn't was an independent DAO that's so set up just by holders right and, right and uh i think the only other team that kind of is involved regularly is maybe the degen apes but mm. and like talking like higher value nfts i'm not sure i mean i'm sure like some of the utility stuff like super secret coder they're pretty active too and but as far as like community for like nft pro- pfp projects like probably dragons as far as like um high value teams that are led by like the, the creators like probably are, dragons yeah. are the best i feel like grim syndicate I, is it, I, th- I feel grim syndicate i'm still pretty bullish on them just because the team is like such a good team. It's just that I think what's hurting Grim is like the supply is ten thousand, and and mm. it's, and it's Solana. Like it's, Solana mm. people don't like ten thousand supply for whatever That's reason. That's true. Yeah. It's they, they, yeah. I mean, I'll, every time I hear about Grims, it's always like you know, it's a great community. It's a great team, and like it's. I don't. I, I don't know if it's like a bit sad to say that it, it feels like that their team. It's more. Uh, they are more community driven it feels like and they are more heartfelt um they're not better to like just kill it you know like yeah, in yeah. terms of like roll over the competition you know they're yeah. not that kind of mentality and so like in some sense that maybe that hurts that but i feel like their community is probably way stronger than most yeah yeah regards. It's, it's kind of the ones because even like um i haven't seen a community like that like i'm in monkey doll and monkey doll is pretty cool but it's not led by the original monkey Solana monkey business creators and, and uh, Grim syndicate that the community there is pretty tight and it's the same guys in there all the time. So I don't know. I just feel like, I feel like it's undervalued still. I feel like it's sh- even at 10, 10 K it should be higher. And I, I'm probably going to put this in the intro when I re-record the intro, but 
not financial advice. <laughs> None of this that we're talking about is financial <laughs> advice. But yeah, I don't know. And, and bounty hunters, I, I think what bounty hunters is doing is really interesting. And I, I kind of feel like they're kind of still undervalued, although I still can't bring myself to buy more, probably just because I'm so illiquid. But their auction house idea is pretty fascinating to me. Do you hear what they're doing with their auction house? Mm-mm. Okay, so so they're they're doing this this staking like a lot of people do. So similar to like famous foxes where you can take your NFT and stake them. And but they also have like a bunch of other uh in-universe NFTs that they've been airdropping and you can do so like they airdropped for anybody that minted with FLP, they airdropped an Amorin shard. I don't know if you got it if you minted with me. Um and you can stake that as well for like a lesser yield and then they're airdropping um blasters for every single bounty hunter now that you can stake as well and earn that um the bounty token and they're releasing this thing right after they they launched staking where they're releasing this uh, in-universe auction house which you can they're gonna put up blue chip uh nfts that are in their treasury for auction that you can only buy with the bounty token Mm -hmm. so you're gonna be bidding on these like in their in their dao treasury they have like a smb uh super secret coders like a bunch of a bunch of interesting thing portals they have a bunch of interesting um things in there that they're going to be auctioning off to bounty hunters with the bounty credits and so like they're airdropping 2000 bounty credits to every bounty hunter this week i think and then you're going to start we're going to be able to stake starting next week and then the auctions start pretty soon right after that and so like the only way that you can bid and buy these things are going to be with those credits and i was like wow that's kind of like one of the coolest um in universe utility token utilities that I've heard of so far, other than like, cause I, you know, a lot of people do the minting a new set or whatever with the tokens, but it's like, man, like imagine being able to buy like a SMB with this free token that you got just from like holding these things, you know? Yeah. Being able to no, buy like smart. a super secret coder with the, these tokens. Yeah. And it's an auction. Dude. So like, it could be like way undervalued too. Cause nobody really has a bunch, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Do you know if it's, um, is it burned after that? The, the tokens? Token. I think yeah. they're burned in the auction process. I'm not sure. I'm not 100% sure. I got to read the white paper again. But yeah, I think I think that's what the idea is. Like you you use them and then it's burned. Because you're also going to be able to use them to buy more of these in-universe NFTs that you can stake. So yeah. you can, you can instead of like bidding on the auction, like you don't have enough to get, you know, bid up the to win an SMB or a super secret coder. You can just go ahead and buy more blasters or buy more ships or whatever and then you can stake those and then get more of these credits that you can use in future auctions so mm. and their treasury is like constantly adding new new projects and the dial kind of votes on what projects you want to sweep they want to sweep so um i can show you their wallet it's kind of interesting i thought it was a really interesting idea which is why i'm like man bounty hunters are still kind of undervalued right now because i think a lot of people don't know that that's what they're going to do within the next couple of weeks but i don't know maybe not it's smart it's it's <laughs> me no it's it's smart that what they're doing in terms of an auction well for one there's an auction house because uh-huh. you don't have too many of those holoplexes eh. holoplex is okay they but you know they i think they need to improve but um yeah. the fact that you can have another auction place that's that's good and then two if it's only using what's the token called uh bounty bounty yeah so if you're only using bounty for your auctioning that's really good for the ecos for, for their own ecosystem right and and the whole burning of that, well, if they do burn it, mm-hmm. that's good, I imagine. But um, if it's only going to be using Bounty, maybe they can't burn it. <laughs> but anyways, the whole idea is like, if they have the right tokenomics for it, 
then you know you have a good token and you have a good product then yeah that's i i can see that being good success for them yeah so i just linked in the chat the um they're the dao treasury collection so they have an smb a dgen ape portals uh a bunch of (laughs) what's that Tower DAO, I haven't heard of them for a while. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I think they just used it to show what they have in the <laughs> in their collection. But they have like a bunch of Enviro passes. Um, nice. Two, su- two super um, two quantum traders. I don't I don't know what happened to their super secret coders. It's not in here anymore. Where is it? Interesting. I don't know what happened to those. It's kind of sketchy. Uh, they got a bunch of D gods. A bunch of. Uh, I'm going to have to go into the chat and find out what happened to their super secret coders because uh, <laughs> it was in there. Well, maybe they traded for something. I don't know. Maybe they voted on selling it and buying other things. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought it was a pretty cool idea. And that that it's been out there for a kind of a, lit, a bit, but I don't think people are following the project. But the project was, uh, the floor was 0.6 for a long time and now it's like at two something. So I think some people did catch on. Yeah. Shouldn't have, shouldn't have dropped mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well. So that's episode one. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to follow us on Twitter, I set up a new Twitter account. It's at Focused Alpha NFT. And if you want to follow our good friend Dev Pake, it's at Dev Pake. And if you want to follow me, it's at UU Ryan. Ryan spelled R A Y N. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you all next week in the next episode.